What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Fanalyze Episode 5. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the AFC South, our predictions for this next year. We are joined here by Connor, who is a diehard Texans fan. So what's up, Connor? What's up? Yeah. You want to plug your channel real quick? Uh, Instagram is Texan Insider. Uh, that's about it. All right. All awesome. Right, cool. Sounds good. We're going to get right into this podcast. We hope you guys enjoy. All right, so jumping right into it, this AFC South heated race. It's almost always a heated race, really. The Colts, Titans, and Texans mainly. Jaguars a little bit. But um, this year, I'm just going to say it, make a prediction for it. I think it's going to be between the Colts and the Titans, honestly. I don't see the Texans having that great of a year. And before you hang up on us, real quick, just (laughs) hear me out here. I just don't see it. I think the Colts and the Titans are going to keep moving up. I don't know. I, I like the Texans. I really do. I just don't see how they can make another run. Really? You know, they always seem like a good team to me. I don't know how they're going to get to that great. I don't know how they're going to step up. Like I'm, I'm going to stop you right there, and I'm going to I'm going to have my little rebuttal here. I'm going with Connor probably on this. I definitely think the Texans are going to win the division this next year. I think they're going to make a lot of offseason moves. I feel like they should sign, re-sign Bradley Roby, bolster that secondary a little they more. Need to. Justin yeah. Reed, it's his birthday today, by the way. Justin Reed's birthday. Awesome. Um, I think they need to re-sign a couple cornerbacks and sign some edge defenders. They did trade away Jadavion Clowney this past year, so I think if they help that defensive line and the secondary out just a little bit more, that would really help out the team overall. And I think they need to get maybe one or two more offensive linemen in the draft, and I feel like they would be set. Their wide receivers were really great this past year. Will Fuller made some ridiculous catches in the games that I saw. Kenny Stills was a nice piece, and obviously DeAndre Hopkins went over 1,000 yards yet again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep. Connor, whatever you want to you add, if there's a player that you feel like would be a great fit for the Texans, go in for it. Um, so yeah, I totally agree with you that I, I do believe that the Texans do have a playoff uh, spot this year. They made a nice run last year. Um, um, I do agree that we do not have a lot of draft picks, which stinks because yeah. we did trade them all the way to the Dolphins. We trained most of the way to the Dolphins for yeah. Tunsil and You Sills. guys don't have a first-rounder, if I'm getting that right. Yeah, uh, We have a 57th overall pick in the yeah. second round. There's still so going to be some quality offensive linemen back to there. To build though. up. Yeah, well, they're going to need that offensive they, uh, there's still there's, there's also a lot of guys in free agency. One of the guys I could definitely see you guys signing maybe for the right tackle spot. But didn't wait, didn't you guys draft uh, Max Sharping, though? Uh, I think I think I, that might have been your right tackle or something. But I do know that yeah. you guys have uh, Titus Howard that you drafted this past year. Yep. So I think maybe one more offensive lineman maybe in free agency. Definitely. A, a great fit I could definitely see as he's kind of been falling down draft boards, but he's still a really good player that I would love to see for you guys to get would be Tyler Bydash from Wisconsin. I feel like he's a really great fit along the three interior positions of the offensive line at either center or both the guard spots. That's just a personal preference for me. But I think if you just – Deshaun Watson's a great quarterback, top three in the league in my opinion. Well, I think it's him, Mahomes, and – Lamar Jackson right now yeah well I was about to say credit to Deshaun Watson because that offensive line has not really been particularly strong it's been kind of weak obviously adding Tunsil helped this year but it's been kind of weak and you see that Bills play that notorious play in the Bills game that sums it up perfectly two guys come rushing at him and he escapes miraculously so credit to him I mean 
if they yeah. don't have Watson, if they have a mediocre quarterback, they I don't see them getting to the playoffs at all. So great what he's doing. Connor, I got a quick question about, about the Texans for a second. Yep. Um, their running back group, what do you think about that? Do you think they might sign someone in free agency or draft a guy? Because yeah. Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson, honestly, in my opinion, didn't really I, I feel like you know, they're mediocre. Stand out. They're mediocre yeah. backs, you know? Um, I think we we have a solid two group with Hyde and Johnson, but I do believe that we should probably maybe look into signing a, a free agent running back or maybe even potentially trading a 4-1 uh, if it has to come down to that, but Kareem Hunt, I do believe that even though he did get suspended for those games, uh, he could evolve. You know, if, we, if the Texans do potentially sign him, he could evolve into you know the star player that he used to be on the Chiefs. Um, him um, with Hyde and Johnson each taking reps uh, during the game, switching off. Um, I, I do believe that could be a nice, solid running back core with. Watson and Hopkins and Stills and all that and Fuller. I really like oh, I, I like that pairing to be honest. That's he's a Kareem Hunt's a really versatile back. You know I so, don't. Yeah. You're talking to a Browns fan yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. man. Yeah. I like that Chubb Hunt. Yeah. I love that. But I I, I I agree with you on that. That I, I, that caught me off guard a little bit because I wasn't thinking about Kareem yeah. Hunt. But that would be great. Yeah. Add him. Add a couple more offensive linemen. Yeah. I mean that team. Yeah, they do that, that's look a good, cool but, pick. I didn't even think about yeah. that one. Yeah. And then also, I saw on your Instagram, didn't you post something about uh, Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, I did see that. I looked up the other day on uh, Bleacher Report just to see, like, free agent moves, who's supposed to sign. And they did say that Le'Veon Bell uh, was interested or not interested, but they thought they're thinking that he's going to sign with the Texans this offseason just because of the pairing with Watson and Hopkins. And if Bell does join, then that would be a nice, solid three. That would uh, be a huge, yeah, that, huge that would, quarterback, that, wide receiver, running back trio. Yeah, that would and be he, really Le'Veon cool. Bell, he's gone from the Jets. I mean, the, the yeah. chemistry just was not but Yeah, there. there's been a lot of disconnect no. between the Bad front office and the coaches him. and stuff. Yeah. So that would be crazy. I, I think the Texans, they need to make some free agency moves. And I know you as a Texans fan, they always seem like one of those teams where they're good, but they can never take that next step and get to the Super Bowl. I know those yeah. Texans fans, they're waiting for I know, that. I know you're dying for it because Deshaun Watson's a special yeah. player. I can agree with you on yeah. and I, a lot of people that he's a really special player, and I think he deserves yep. to at least get a chance to represent the team. Yep. Um, I, I, the only problem is with the team right now is the, the coaching with Bill O'Brien and Romeo yeah. Crow. Um, he is coming back this year as the defense coordinator, as many people thought he was going to retire or they were just going to – release him but if once if we can potentially just get rid of Bill O'Brien and sign a new head coach um whether it be from a college or we can set our like a record and trade for a head coach there hasn't been a lot of those in like the NFL seasons or whatever yeah, yeah. um that'd be unique definitely Bill O'Brien has the whole entire role uh offensive coordinator head coach and right now he's the manager of the team i'm pretty sure yeah i saw that um, so yeah as, he, he has made the, some questionable moves and i've seen some frustration expressed from I, it might have been your page and also other texans fan page they really want yeah. him out of there yeah yeah i was kind of disappointed when i heard the news about him um leaving the or him staying with the team and how they're not doing anything and him as the texans uh, organization giving him the role as the manager of the team, let's say. 
I was kind of very disappointed about that, knowing that they have a lot of trust in them. But right, and especially losing Hargraves yesterday, I did see that. Yeah, I saw you guys um, released him. It did free up cap space um, to help out with. They're probably just getting ready to, ready to sign some free agents, yeah. um, which is good, but. Just we have to try to fill up that cornerback spot. Like Josh Norman, I did see get released yesterday. I'm not interested in him just because he's he's lit up around 24 touchdowns this year in two seasons with the Redskins, but in six yeah. years with the Panthers, he's only let up 16. So like, you can tell how kind of washed up he is. Or he's lost a set for right. sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't blame. I, him I definitely for think with the him. age and stuff, he's starting to regress a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. But didn't you guys trade for Gary on Conley? I haven't seen many Texans games. Yeah. Has has he been any good? Uh, we did trade for him. I'm pretty sure last year. He I, I haven't seen him a lot on the field. I don't think he's made a lot of big plays. Roby's been the one who's been making a lot of the defensive plays with Justin Reed and uh, Lonnie Johnson Jr. But I haven't. I think we should release him or potentially trade him to get someone uh, different. Um, that wasn't such a bad move for the Texans as they needed people back, but I, I do believe that we should probably try to get rid of him. And with the cap space now that we have, we have to try to resign um, all of our free agents, including uh, DJ Reader and Tunsil. All right, yeah. It's yeah. going to be huge for them. Okay, so moving on to the next team that I, I feel like I, I, I want to touch base on really quick. I know you, you probably know a decent amount about the AFC South, and yep. it's a team that's in a really interesting position in my mind is uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. I yep. feel like um, a lot of people don't like that Jacoby Brissett has been the starter so far, and I've seen a lot of professionals mocking like Jordan Love to the Colts in the first round, and they have a lot of cap space this offseason. Is there, yeah. any, is there any person, like one particular player you see that could be a fit for that team for their needs going forward? Um, my For me, their needs is defense. They have a nice offense. Like, Brissett has been able to produce this offseason. Yeah, yeah, he's been, a, think, he's been a good game manager. I think Brissett, Brissett is definitely their future. I think all this hype about getting a new quarterback, Brissett's a pretty good quarterback, you know? Yeah. Give him some more time. He's going to produce. So yeah. what, what did you want to say about the Colts real quick? Um, they they kind of need um, depth, like a cornerback or a safety position or someone like a pass rusher. Um, whether it be they signed Hargraves, who just got released from the Texans, or Josh Norman. Um, I'm doubting they're probably going to either sign either one of those players, but you know it kind of would be a nice pickup if they potentially could. Um, or try to get a different, I would say, different kind of uh, different, um, let's say backup quarterback so in case Brissett gets hurt this upcoming season that they have someone else but yeah um I was gonna say potentially signing Byron Jones this offseason and um seeing that the Cowboys are gonna release him to since they have to make the decision whether to sign him or to sign uh I forget the other player Cooper? they had yeah gonna resign Amari but, Cooper uh no I, it could it was either Cooper or it was either someone else on their defense that they had to try to they had to decide because their cap spaces were too high, and they couldn't. Yeah, they didn't have enough to sign up both of them. Then yeah. Byron Jones, that's his. That's yeah, I, I, I like that fit. I like that fit a lot. Yeah, the he Colts definitely. I feel like they're in a pretty good spot defensively. They can build around Darius Leonard, one of the best linebackers in the league. 
I feel like the Colts are in a good spot to keep growing as a team. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of young pieces on that team. But uh, mm-hmm. he was talking about the secondary just a second ago. A player I'd really like to see the Colts get would be Chris Jones, the tackle, the defensive tackle from um, Kansas City. I feel like that'd yep. be a really cool fit to have that'd some pressure from addition. the interior. That That's just the personal preference, though. I mean, I mean, imagine him and Darius Leonard yeah, coming be, at your quarterback. Yeah, that's through, through the yeah. A gap wow. or something. That'd be crazy to see. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's see. Moving on, I guess let's another go. team, t- Titans. Titans. Yeah, let's we'll talk Titans. about the Tennessee Titans. I mean, the Jaguars. Yeah. We're not going to waste our time here. They're in the basement. <laughs> yeah. We might be losing yeah. some Jaguar listeners, but we're talking about the Titans here. Titans are a team that surprised a lot uh, of people. I think everybody. Yeah. Did I they? Did they surprise everybody. you? Yeah, they they really just surprised me being the Patriots in that uh that AFC uh yeah. championship. Beating game. the Patriots, yeah, yeah, that, beating the that Ravens. was that was crazy. He just they, they caught a lot of yeah. people off guard. I think a lot of teams weren't prepared for them. And you know, no. I think if Derrick Henry resigns, which I think he will do, and Tannehill resigns, with us, I think he will yeah. do. I think they have a serious shot to make a run yeah. like that again, and I think they will win the division this next year. See, yeah. when I'm when I hear about the whole Derrick Henry Ryan Tannehill thing. They've said that they've loved Ryan Tannehill. They loved what he brought to the team. He was a great leader, and he obviously got the job done. But I feel like you can't pay him and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's going to want that big running back money. If I I was the general manager, I would let Derrick Henry walk. Yes, he was a great player for them, but I say you have that pick at the end of the first round. Get another running back and just reload that's got fresh legs. Someone I could see would be, I don't know if he would fall this far, I could see DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins or Jonathan Taylor, one of those three guys would be a really great fit for them and what they want to do with that inside power running scheme. Well, I understand that, freeing up cap space, and, you know, both of those guys are going to want big money, but you can't let Derrick Henry walk. He is the center of that offense. Without him, teams can start playing the pass game more. That pass game is going to go down so much more. Fresh running back, it's not Derrick Henry. J.K. Dobbins is not Derrick Henry. No disrespect to him. He's a great back. He's going to be a great back, but he's not Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is huge, probably the hardest back to tackle in the league. Derrick Henry is one of a kind, and I don't think that you can just Do you really replace that with that a rookie much, back. Would you, want, Daniel, Henry, would you yes. want to spend that much money on a running back if you had other holes that you would need to fill in the future? Did, would you want to? Would you want to spend that much money on someone? No, I would not. Um, I'm pretty sure. So my for the Titans, I would preferably um, keep Derrick Henry, even though that he's been the one that has been producing the most. My opinion is, I would cut if I was the general manager, cut Dion Lewis, just because that Derrick Henry has been taking all the running back or snaps this whole entire season. Dion Lewis yeah. has been producing maybe 15. He's been averaging like five snaps a game, 10 snaps. Um, so if you cut him, you could probably go for another running back, like you said. Um, my, I would say a nice, decent running back. Not to take with your first pick in the draft at the 29th pick, but to take Jonathan Taylor in the second round at pick 61. Very that's interesting. My, that's my player. Um he has he's from uh, he has been producing a lot. Um, I what I say is just re-sign Tannehill and re-sign uh, Jack Conklin. Yeah, that, um, I think that's another big piece. Is I feel like they should really re-sign Jack Conklin. He's been a steady piece on that offensive line. Yeah. yeah. Um, for free agents, I'm just gonna 
the Titans really do need another deep threat wide receiver or a tight end. So yeah. whether they do get Austin Hooper from the Atlanta Falcons or potentially Randall Cobb from the Cowboys, I could see Both Cobb. Both those being, would be huge moves. I mean, that would take their team to the next level. Yeah, Cobb, Cobb, Cobb produced this year with Cooper. Um, I do believe that if the Titans do potentially pick up Cobb, that he could evolve and become a star player on the uh, Tennessee Titans. Uh, I, I, I do like those picks a lot. And just someone who I thought maybe they could look into signing possibly was uh, – if they. this is only if they really want to break the bank and get like a number one receiver for the team that I think would be an interesting move would be uh, Robbie Anderson. He's got that deep oh, threat speed. But I, I don't know if he's worth all the money that people are playing along with AJ Brown. That would be huge. Yeah, AJ yeah. Brown really stood out. AJ Brown, past season. he's going to keep developing. He's going to he's going to be one of those guys who keeps getting better and better and better. I could see him being he's a top be wide a receiver here in a couple of years. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. So moving on to the bottom dwellers of the AFC South, I feel like we just got to touch on them real quick. And I the one the one thing I just want to touch on really quick is the quarterback situation in Jacksonville. Gardner Minshew, baby. I, a lot of people like Gardner Minshew. I like him a lot. I think he's a character. I think he has a lot of charisma. But you paid Nick Foles all of that money, and he, you, I think you just needed to give him a fair shot down the road and get some pieces around him. I mean, they, they yes, they had pieces, but I think you just need to help him out a tiny bit more. Nick yeah. Foles, though, all his life has been a mediocre to a backup quarterback. All his life. He so had that one run ball? with those Eagles that was the best he has ever played in his career. He okay. has never duplicated that. Okay, what about never. when he was a rookie and not was playing 27 Not two. once has he duplicated that. Still not better than the Super Bowl. And he's not a rookie anymore. He's older. He he's br- not going to be as good. When he Put was with- in Gardner Minshew. The fans want Gardner Minshew. The owners want Gardner Minshew. The players want Gardner Minshew. Everybody wants Minshew. Get Minshew on the field. Get yeah. Gardner Minshew it's on gonna the field. Sell, it's going to sell tickets, him. but it's not the smart move for me. You have a franchise. It is the smart move. I don't. He can Maybe move. let him sit for a year under Foles to learn. Foles is not That's the what I'm future That's of what the I'm team. Saying. Foles is not the future. Yeah. He's not a rookie anymore. He's not with the Eagles anymore. He is washed up. All right. What do you have to say about Dan, what do you have to say about this whole crazy okay. QB situation? So, hearing the rumors about how the Jaguars are going to cut uh, Boye, uh, Marcel Darius, and Jake Ryan, um, that that adds to about like thirty to forty million in cap space. Um, it doesn't cover up for how much Nick Foles is, but um, it does add a lot to sign maybe one or two free agents. Um, I think that the Jaguars should try to find someone to trade for for Foles, whether it be Foles in a draft pick or Foles in another uh, player. So you're but forgetting I, about Minshew. You're just completely move on yeah. from Minshew? No, move on from no, Foles. Are Foles. you listening? Move on okay, from but Foles. what about... You're, he's suggesting he's getting suggesting, a different quarterback. No, he's suggesting trading away the the cap hits that's going to take from Nick Foles and having Minshew be the starter. Is that what you're suggest- suggesting? Yes. Okay, I heard that wrong. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, if, if that does happen, who would you like to see them get in early in the draft? They have two picks, but who would you want to see with their first pick? I honestly feel like it would be like Jerry Judy or someone. So they have, a, they have two picks in the first draft, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. So I'm just saying – Straight up, whether it be a uh, a defensive lineman, um, if they don't cut Boye, which I probably think they will, draft try to get like a cornerback just for his position, or if you trade Foles, you could try to get like another cornerback for him. Yeah, but I'm just saying, getting first off, just get Derek Brown, 
Um, Derek Brown's a really good player. He's one of the top players in my draft class. Yep. That's who I'm thinking that the Jaguars would be uh, good off with is Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just put the franchise tag on Njoku because he's the star player. He's going to evolve. He's only like, he's young. I think he's like 21 or something like that. Um, he's going to be able to evolve a lot. Um, so they ha- they better keep him because if not, then yeah. they're going to have to do a lot of stuff this offseason. Yeah, well, I, think, I think Yannick Ngakwe's got a lot of potential to re- grow as an edge defender. Mm-hmm. I see what you're yeah. I see what you're saying about the cornerbacks, the secondary, all that, definitely getting rid of Foles. But they need playmakers. They need a receiver. You know, D.D. Westbrook, I love him. He went to Oklahoma, but he just can't be that number one guy. they got to get somebody yeah. else, whether it be Jerry Judy. I think they should go with C.D. Lamb. Um, yeah, they they got to get some wide receiver playmaker. Yeah, you can't I just rely on Leonard Fournette all the time. Yeah, and DJ Chark um, was kind of a surprise. Yeah, this DJ year. Chark really stood out to me. That was yeah, he, he I was, was not expecting he, that yeah, at all. He had a incredible season this year. Yeah, yeah. He, he he looked really good. Yep. All right, so I think that's gonna wrap it up for this episode. Thank you very much for being on, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yep. we and, look uh, forward to uh, maybe having some more podcasts with you in the future. Of course. Yeah. So everybody, again, check. We're gonna put his Instagram link in the bio. Be sure to check out his channel. He posts a lot of great content about the Texans. He stays up to date with all of their moves, and it's a really run, well run account. We hope you check it out, and we also hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you, and goodbye. <laughs>